What's going on, guys? Welcome to episode 93 of the Taste Cast, our weekly podcast where we talk about things, react things, do a bunch of random shit. My name's Seth. I'm Chevy. And I'm Chris. And we're back to doing Tasty Cast. Quick reminders to play The Surge and Conan Exiles. You have a week left to download those, play those, and come back at the end of the month, which is next weekend for Plus Club. Let's know what you thought of those games. We'll let you know what we thought of those games. And our game of the month is Civilization VI, which we will also be talking about next weekend. Let us know what you thought of that game as well. We have a Discord link down below. Talk to us anytime, all the time. And we are on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms if you'd prefer to listen to us because you don't like looking at things with your eyeballs. If you could choose, you'd have them removed. <laughs> we have that audio for you. Uh, yeah, so TastyCast. Haven't done this in a little bit. So uh, we typically start every TastyCast with what we've been playing. I have a list. Uh, let's start with Chris. Uh, my list is actually relatively short because most I can't remember the extensive list of games I played, but uh, it's just been like Final Fantasy fourteen, kind of doing that end game grind of you know we've done most of the end game content that's been released to us story wise, and so we're kind of doing the crafting content right now because we would neglect it till the very last moment. Um, it's entertaining <laughs> in its own way. Sometimes it's kind of a slog, but <laughs> you you sold me, and then you're now not selling me. I mean, it's the twin sword of crafting in this game. It's it's unique in that it's, you know, very intricate. They get to have, like, all these different skills to progress through crafting and stuff like that. But at the same time, it does it's, it can be a slog if you hit certain points that you're not, like, prepped for. Mm-hmm. All the crafting and gathering materials. <laughs> Even before you said that, I saw in your eyes just like this, like hauntedness almost like ptsd <laughs> pretty much pretty much i saw chevy in the kitchen the other day doing something and i looked over at his computer and he was just leveling up <laughs> and i was just like i asked about it and he told me he's crafting i'm like okay whatever you want to call it yeah, i was just making ingots so <laughs> and i don't have to be there for that yeah you said Automated. it cuts yeah like half the experience which is i mean fair if you're not there so they're gonna give you anything that's not a hard factual percentage. That's just me assuming. So it's about fifty, sixty percent. Yeah, it, it's less. You get less for not participating. Otherwise, nobody would be there. Mm-hmm. They just fucking leave. Yeah, and you can't play around with the uh, quality as much uh, that way, or at all, I should say. So you have like a really slim chance to get a high quality version by auto crafting. As for if you're there, you can actually like use skills at the right time and fluctuate all your stats and whatnot and, and increase that quality a, uh, a lot more per turn. Mm. Um, so yeah, per, pros and cons. I was just trying to blast through some levels. So it was just mass crafting a bunch of ingots. So nice. Did you play anything else? Uh, I've been playing the surge. Okay. Having fun with that. Oh, uh, that's about all I'll say with that. Just been playing that. Have fun with that so far. Good. Good. Um, it's not a lot of Conan, but a little bit here and there. Not a lot. I I've play more. almost only played Conan this month. <laughs> so I'm on the opposite. I, uh, I, I played Warframe. I'll talk about it. Warframe. Yeah, yeah, because they redid the Plains of Eidolon, so I wanted to see what it looked like. I Yeah, I saw that, and it's actually a huge difference. Yeah. Like the yeah. foliage is completely different looking. I mean, everything new mobs is. and everything, everything like the weather effects are more apparent. Um, well, how insane like, is it is like that's still relatively pretty new content in comparison to all the content that's come out in Warframe and they just mm-hmm. upgraded it. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Steve can't great. make up his mind. It looks amazing. I think they tried to do it to keep up with what they've done with uh, uh, the other one. Oh my god, I forgot the name of it. On. I can't remember right now. Had the song everyone loved. Yeah. We all live together. Mm-hmm. That one. Yeah. That land. We all live together land. Yeah, that one. <laughs> a good land it's, it's smart of them to do that though like sooner than later because like a lot of times retroactively you have to go back and try and like recode and rebuild everything to catch up with mm-hmm. i mean even mmos have dealt with that since fucking the beginning i mean wow has re-upped the textures of older models in the game so many times it's stupid so you know if if you have the time to do it now and just keep the rest of the game updated with uh you know the newer stuff it makes complete sense so i just was not expecting to see that but at this point Every time DE announces anything for Warframe, I'm not expecting it. The way that, the, how big their updates are, and how like yeah. interesting the content is. They also put more, I think, more out of Melee, the Melee 2.0 or 3.0 or whatever it is mm-hmm. update. Um, so now, like your elemental effects and your weapons are more predominant. Really, um, and they have really cool effects on them. Yeah. So I had like one that was gas, and it looked it literally looked like like there was like a poison cloud hanging around my my fist weapons. It was really cool. Or so I that's... think it's. That's fully released? 2.0? No, they've done little bits of it okay. here and there. They're just incremental. So right now they did like the uh, elemental effects is what they did okay. last I checked. Yeah, once that comes out, I'll probably hop back in for a little bit because there's so much, not even just new content to experience, but also like upping the graphics, changing visual mm-hmm. styles, changing the melee, that it's going to be really, really cool to hop back in and, and see all that chunk. You know, it's always kind of a, like kind of sucks trying to catch up with what the hell I'm missing, but they've made the game a lot easier to navigate since, you know, the beginning. The flow of melee weapons is, is there right now. Like the basic concept of like not having to hold down the, the switch button to to switch between like melee swords or melee guns. You just okay. press the, the attack button and it just automatically flows into it. And there's no more block. Block is automatic now when you're not swinging if you have your melee weapon out. Oh, weird. Yeah. Huh, that's kind of cool. I like the idea that you're not switching weapons. You can just flow like that. Makes yeah, a lot it's of really sense. cool because you, you'll be spinning around like with my sword and then I'll jump up and shoot and then slam into them with the sword again. It's really fun. Yeah, no, that sounds awesome actually because uh, a lot of times like you, gotta, you kind of have to pick what, what you want to use, your range or your melee weapon. And with that, it, it you feel more like a badass because you're already shooting and someone gets close, you can swing at them and shit. So that kind of makes sense. That's actually really cool. Yeah, it's dope. It's great. And then uh, Civ, Civ, Civ Six is what I've been playing. I played a lot of it actually. We we played a lot of it last night. I played I think two other sessions with just Keith. I think one just Keith and I, one with Chevy Keith and I, and then one with all four of us. Yeah, and it it worked pretty well. Me and Chevy have played quite a bit of Civ Five, and the online seems to work. It works yeah. better than five, though. But it's not oh, some issues. Six, six is yeah, worse. Yeah. Um, Aside from people getting kicked out every once in a while. Yeah, but it had might have been it. It was Keith's fucking fault. Well, could have been. <laughs> but I, I was thinking more of the regards of like the the reconnecting and getting people back in the game. Um, seemed to work fine too, though. So it was it was really good about getting you back in without yeah. you having to do anything too. So that was yeah. It's it's a much better experience online for sure than uh, five was specifically with five. The longer the match went. The longer, because there's so much more shit on the board, essentially, that's happening, the computer had to, like, think about everyone's moves and what it was going to do. And, like, you, like if you played for, like, eight or nine hours since we did that that one fucking time, mm-hmm. um, 
we were waiting for like two like two or three actual minutes between turns it was it was taking forever it was crazy yeah. so uh yeah i didn't i didn't really see that in this Mm-mm. every once in a while it'll take a like a little bit longer than other times with the please wait but you know it's got to calculate all the shit that's happening so it's 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 way better though yeah it was literally doing the 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 pc's moves though so mm-hmm. i because i would like when it would sit like that for a little bit i start checking the map and i'd see the npcs still moving yeah that's around. what i'm saying it has yeah. to do all that so, so that, that's gonna take time so it's not a fast-paced game to begin with though so you're kind of Fortunately, if you're already playing that game, that kind of stuff's not going to bother you too much. When you're in the middle of a fucking war, though, man, and you're waiting, oh my god, I was going, <laughs> I was going insane. I was sitting there just tapping my desk, like, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. And then I just watch every once in a while they're fucking this the NPCs fucking just move and then attack my guys. I'm like, come on, let me fucking let me get, let me attack them back. Come on, hurry up. <laughs> yeah, that everything you've been playing. That's everything. All right. I'll hop in next and I'll segue. I've also been playing Civ 6. We played last night. We streamed the whole thing like six hours. It'll be up on YouTube soon. It always takes longer for it to upload to YouTube for some reason. It's on Twitch right now, though. If you want to watch the whole six hours, I would suggest hopping into the center where the war happened. That was actually really fun and interesting and frustrating for me. Um, <laughs> don't talk about my opinions on Civ 6 too much, but I do want to talk uh, real quick that I had a fucking blast playing Civ 6 last night. Mm-hmm. Um, I forgot how much I enjoy that game, uh, and playing with, you know, friends is always fun. Uh, but yeah, I, I forgot how much my inner conquest driven dictator, uh, is, is there. <laughs> Civ really brings that out of me. Cause I'm like, I gotta expand. I gotta, I'm playing Rome and I'm like, I gotta expand this fuck bitch. And I kept growing and growing. And then your fault I went to war. I rewatched the stream too because I kind of remember this. It's really funny. In that stream, if you watch it, I'm minding my own fucking business. I'm kind of, I'm slightly like maybe 30 minutes before the war happened. Mm-hmm. I had made a, a joke about like, oh, I got some, because you guys are bitching about people in your area and below me to the south. What was that Egypt? No, no. Egypt was no. below me. What was that then? I, uh, was. Sci- She's gone now. Fucking C- S-C-Y-T-H. I can't, it's like Scythia or something like that. Yeah, Scythia, anyway. Yeah. That bitch. Um, you, you guys were having problems stuff, and I'm like, yeah, my, my people are more like passive-aggressive every once in a while. They just kind of shoot me some fucking eyes like, we don't like you. And I'm like, I don't fucking like you either. Stay in your yard. I'll stay in mine. And then like at one point, I just saw a bunch of people coming up to my area, like a group of eight. And I'm like, what is this? Charlie's like, oh, that's a re- those are religious people. They're gonna spread religion into your towns. And like, I don't have a whole lot of experience with Civ Six. I'm just like, wait, what? And Chevy's like, tell me about it. And in my brain, I'm like, they're fucking declaring war on me. <laughs> I mean, and I uh, and later I found out it takes time, but I didn't get that info. So I thought they were doing it right fucking now. So I made a joke about like, and literally, if you watch that stream, I start mobilizing my dudes as I'm getting this info. So he's like, oh, they're going to spread that shit. I'm like, oh, and I start moving all my dudes towards them. And uh, I said something about starting a war. She was like, it's up to you. And everybody's like, ha, 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 ha. And I'm like, okay. I fucking, (laughs) (laughs) I like went up to the front door, knocked on it. I'm like, I'm fucking, I'm going to war with you. And as I was clicking, I swear, it's so stupid. As I'm clicking declare war, somebody's like, she's got the biggest, or like the person south of of, of Seth has the biggest army. I'm like, declare war. And Chris was like, oh, he declared he declared war, and fucking everybody's like, oh shit, like we're all going to war. Then I'm like, I'm going to war. Fucking, you guys can come help me out if you want. 
That was frustrating because like that was... I was landlocked. <laughs> and and one yeah. thing that that I fucking there's something because I've played a lot of Civ Five, so like, and I've waged a lot of wars in Civ Five, and it's it's pretty similar to this, but in this like. You got to like bring like siege weaponry and shit to get over the walls or have uh, your units be able to get over those walls. And when I first started it, like I had like this fervor of like, I'm going to fucking destroy these people. And like um, I ran up to the wall and I hit it and it did almost no damage. I'm like, shit. And they started shooting arrows into my guys. And I'm like, okay, fuck. And I start backing them up and I start bringing siege towers in. They're destroying them stuff. They're prioritizing them. Eventually, I got like a castle surrounded. All my dudes are hitting it. And then, like, as one of my crew or groups fucking die, my siege tower comes in and we're just like taking the fucker down. And it like actually, it was like this whole operation I had to mm -hmm. conduct. And that's something that five didn't have in my no. opinion. Five was just like, okay, you're fighting, fighting, fighting. They're dead. Next one, fighting, fighting, fighting. This one I was like strategizing more. And I fucking loved it, although I was stressed out as a motherfucker. Like, at first I was like, fuck yeah. And then my like money started draining and it started going on forever. And I started getting like fatigue. Like I would assume a real leader in, in war would get. I was just like, and also I'm like, do I want to keep doing this? I'm like, I have to. I have, like, what, is, what <laughs> she's going to fucking steamroll me if I don't. And then like, <laughs> af like after a while, I like once I destroyed their main city, I was just like, fuck yeah. Like it's just a morale boost instantly. And I started moving my guys to the next area. And after I destroyed the first city, she's just like, okay, okay, okay. Fucking let's, uh, let's, let's figure this out. I'm like, nope. I hung up. It's <laughs> like, bye bitch. And then after that, she starts hitting up Chris and she's like, what the Constantly. Fuck? Why is he doing this? Can you get him to stop? And Chris is like, she's hitting me up. I'm like, don't fucking hang up on her. Bitch, we on a three-way call. He said no. <laughs> And uh, yeah, like like that was a six hour stream, and like three hours of it was that fucking fight. Easily, yeah. Oh, I went through the stream. And I was checking it yeah. out. I was like, that lasted forever. It was so frustrating too because like I wanted to send units over, and I realized how far away me and you were, like ocean wise. And I was mm -hmm. like, I don't have boats or that kind of tech. So I was just yeah, like, every, everybody was like trying to like help out the war effort. And like you guys are on the like far west side of the map, I'm all the way to the east, and I'm like all spread out. And fucking Keith's like next to me, and then he was able to send some people over because he was more advanced than I was. But when his got, water distance was shorter too. Yeah, and, but he got fucking stuck behind mountains. So by the time I had destroyed the first city in this long ass war, he had made it. Keith, we had like two people that showed yeah. up at that point, and like. Like he, and he, he only got to attack like one fucking location out of like the four. Well, it's funny too because I think it as soon as we all realized the amount of time it was going to take us to get over to you, it just turned into how much money do you need? Oh, let's say the, yeah. Yeah, the, the biggest <laughs> contributor is I got to a point where I was like losing, I was hemorrhaging money after a while. I think we lost Chris. And um, oh, welcome back. And uh, <laughs> I was hemorrhaging money, and mm -hmm. fucking I yeah. Every once in a while, I'd be like, I need, I need funds, and fucking you guys all sent me some. But I didn't know how to accept it yet. Yeah. <laughs> so I was still fighting, just running out of money. And I kept looking at my money. I'm like, I thought they're going to send me fucking money. Sent you a good and, chunk. Uh, you guys sent me checks I didn't take to the bank because, like, <laughs> eventually I looked in there and I found them all. I'm like, oh. And I started going, and all of a sudden, you, that's when your guys' money just, like, disappeared. But um, but I beat the bitch. She's fucking gone, mm -hmm. like, forever. And I'm looking down at um, Indonesia. I'm just like, you motherfuckers, they're sending religion up to my place too. And I'm just like, yeah, you can keep it down there. But if you try and take me over with your religion, I'm going to literally come down there and take you over. So, yeah, I'm having a problem with Japan right now. 
they yeah. are sending so many, so many out. Those motherfuckers kill, killed my spy. I'm very upset they about that. They killed one of mine, too. I was taking money from them, and they're like, nope. <laughs> so, I mean. Um, yeah, I could, I could probably talk for a while. That was a really good stream, though. Check that one out. It was really fun. Somebody fell asleep during the stream. That was funny. Um, <laughs> and uh, I'll keep it vague. And um, yeah, yeah. Expect a, a good conversation for Game of the Month when it comes to Civ Six. Because, um, like I said, I had, I had a fucking blast playing that. Uh, okay, so my list um, outside of that, Civ Six. I uh, played the Surge some more. Um, I've played it before this month. I bought it when it came out. And so what I'm really doing is like revisiting it. I'm, you know, playing past the first boss essentially. And uh, I'll talk about that for Plus Club. Uh, Conan Exiles have been playing pretty much all month. So we'll talk about that. Um, although now I have like four compounds all over the map for different resources. Uh, I think I'm like level 50, 49 or 50 now. So I've played quite a bit. Um, yeah, that's another game I'm trying to conquest. Uh, World War Z I bought on a whim, which is really weird because I we kept watching videos of that on the show and every once in a while I'd be like, yeah, it looks okay. It looks like an indie game, whatever. And, uh, but it, you know, it looked fine enough. And then recently I watched or read something that was like talking about like, Oh, world war Z is fun. I'm like, is it? And, uh, so I looked it up and every video I found was people going, this game's a lot better than it deserves to be. And I'm like, that's intriguing. You go into the comments, people are like, yeah, this game's awesome. What the fuck? Like, why is a movie time game this good? And I'm like, what the fuck's going on? So if you don't know, World War Z is based off the movie, which is weird. Um, in it, there's four cities you get to go to with three levels apiece. So what's that, 12 levels in the game so far. Um, each city has four playable characters that are completely different in each one just to kind of fit that theme of where you're at. It plays exactly like Left 4 Dead except for third person. It is Left 4 Dead 3. Um, except for in third person. Uh, there are multiple classes that you can pick, so it's kind of omnipresent in the sense, sense that if you're playing, like, the gunner class, whatever level you're playing, whatever random character you're playing as, and they all have dialogue, which is really cool. Um, so they put a lot of work into that, and the animations look great and all that shit. Um, you're still going to be your class, and as you play, you'll level that class, and it has skills and stuff, which is very inviting to me because I like progression. Uh, also, weapons, the more you use them, they level up. There's different variants that you unlock per weapon. There's a lot of weapons in the game. Um, so there's quite a bit of stuff in this game. It also uh, follows the same formula as like the movie in the book where the zombies will create like zombie pyramids. They'll just rush in and just start like climbing on each other. So if you're even up, if you're up high, they start piling up mm -hmm. and you have to shoot them down and shit. Uh, one thing I really like about it too is the zombies and Left 4 Dead did this years ago really well, but the, the amount of zombies on screen at once is really crazy. They just come running in. But if you look at their animations, they did a really good job on emphasizing that they are literally trying to kill you no matter what. They don't have any emphasis on, you know, keeping themselves alive or anything like that. They just run at you. If they come around a corner too fast, a lot of times they'll fucking fall down and roll and get back up, start running. They'll like trip over shit and like run into walls and jump over cars and stuff like that. So you just have like a group of fucking zombies just like chaos running at you while you're just unloading into the crowd. And it's really fucking neat looking. Um, I've only played two levels, so I've barely played the game, but I do want to stream it because like myself, when I found out that people were liking the game, I'm like, that's weird. So I kind of want to show people mm -hmm. like it's actually kind of good. So 
Um, yeah, if you if you've been waiting on Left for Dead, play Vermintide and Vermintide Two. But also check this out because this is way closer to what Left for Dead should have been by now. Because Valve is scared of threes, and it's really <laughs> annoying. They're just like two's good. What about three? We we like two. Two's a great <laughs> number. Maybe if we could just skip to uh, Half-Life 22, we'll make that. But no threes. Um, yeah, so World War Z, I would I would, I would, recommend. Uh, so far. Uh, I bought also Pagan Online, also on a whim. Uh, I was on Steam, and I saw it, and I was like, that's interesting. I clicked it, and I saw an ARPG, and I'm like, ooh, I like those. I like ARPGs. Looked at the ratings on it. They're mixed. So I'm like, that's, you know, that's always a gamble, because if it's mixed... Everybody's saying they like it and dislike it. You know, it's always easier if you just see like it's overwhelmingly positive. I'm like, okay, that game is probably fucking awesome. Right. Um, and if it's red, you're just like, fuck that. So I look in the comments and, and people are kind of giving their complaints, but I'll explain real quick. Uh Pagan Online is made by the guys who make um was it World of Tanks? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So free to play company made a premium game. It's I believe thirty-five dollars, thirty dollars. Uh so you buy it, you get the full content, which it you know. I approve of and um it is fantastic looking for an rpg so think diablo 3 or anything like that but with better graphics better animations uh really good graphics like i was really impressed with how this game looks like i, I can't believe they put that like i'm looking at like a free play game and i look at this game i'm like holy shit you guys can make a really good looking game like that's i'm glad that all that money you're raking in with that free play game you made this premium ass game. Mm-hmm. So the thing that's, that differentiates Pagan Online from um, other ARPGs is quite a bit. So it plays kind of like if you ever played um, Battle Right, it plays just like that. So WSAD controls your character. Where your mouse is at on the screen is where your character's looking. So if you're playing on a controller, it'd be more like a twin stick shooter in a game, like a top down asymmetric twin stick shooter. Um, you start out with three characters to pick from. And you pick one, and that's the one you got. So you only get to pick one. After that, as you play the game, you start accruing a currency that allows you to buy new characters, like heroes, pretty much. Almost like a MOBA. It's really weird. I think there's like eight or nine, eight eight characters in the game. So there's quite a bit of people to unlock. Even the other two you didn't pick from the three. Each character has a role. So they have skills already predetermined for them that they already have when you start playing the game. You get to modify those but they stay the same. So you're when you play, you can actually be like a tank. Uh, you can be like, you know, a damage dealer. So it kind of has like a hero role slash MMO feel to it. It's mm-hmm. really interesting. Um, there's a big emphasis on crafting. Uh, you go into a level, the levels are all actually kind of bite-sized. You go in, you do some shit, you leave. Because they, they know that in these games, people need to want to grind. So they want you to get in and out, get rewards, whatever. Uh, so think like Monster Hunter in a sense that you have to find materials to craft better items, stuff like that. So it's a really weird amalgamation of a lot of fucking games. It's really, like, I don't even know my opinion on it yet, aside from it looks great and plays really good. Um, the action feels really good. The combat's way slowed down compared to any RPG or ARPGs outside of, like, Path of Exile, because that's probably one of the slowest ones. But this, like, you actually fight a boss, and you're, like, there for a while fighting him and, like, jumping back and dodging and hitting him, stuff like that. So it doesn't feel like Diablo in the sense of you're just lawn mowing through a fucking crowd. Or Torchlight. Until you pop and blow up well torchlight you're just running and <laughs> items are flying out of everywhere Fucking seizures are happening catching and... them everywhere um but uh 
But yeah, it's, it's a really, really interesting game. I want to play it more. Um, but it is so different than what you'd expect from an ARPG and takes so many ideas from so many things that are not ARPGs that uh, when I looked at that mixed reaction, you look at what people are saying, those are the things that they're saying they don't like is those things that are different. They expect an ARPG. And I, I get that because, you know, you'll always be able to sell one of those games to me unless it's garbage. So if I'm buying one of these games, I'm going, oh, fuck, a new Diablo-type game. Awesome. Um, but, you know, they make a good point when they say, like, the genre feels stagnant. I, I like, it's, that genre's cracked to me, so you can't tell me it's stagnant. I'll keep playing it forever. But if you want to try and do something different with it, I encourage it, and they absolutely did, and I think they did a pretty cool job. I'd like to play with people, though, because it's cooperative, of course, and uh, that idea of having um, roles as characters is something that you don't really get a whole lot of out of ARPGs because, like, you can do that in RPGs, but it's still so, like, individual-based. Mm. Everybody's just killing shit and using their moves or whatever, whereas in this, it does feel like you can be a support character. You can be a tank. You can be a damage dealer, um, which is really kind of a neat um, idea. So I need to play it more. And then I'll come back and let you guys know what I think of it even further. But uh, just explaining to you what it is if you're curious on picking it up because it is not what you're expecting if you haven't done research on it. So, But uh, but it's cool. Uh, last thing I played, uh, I think, is Dreams. Bought that in early access. If you want to buy it in early access, you can get it right now for $30 on PS4. Um, and I don't even know where to start with that game because it's not a game. It's like a fucking... It's like a UI. It's like they made Windows to create anything you want. It's really crazy. So, me and you forget what it's called. Oh, Project Spark. Now I remember. So, there's a thing on Xbox that came out a while ago, and now it's gone. I think Rare made it. It's called Project Spark. You were able to make your own games. It's pretty basic. Uh, and I think I did a stream of it, or uh, TLG Plays, uh, a while back, um, where me and Cody went through and just kind of checked out a lot of the player-made things. And it was more, like, funny because they're all kind of ridiculous. Dreams is that idea, but like times 10, times 100. Um, I don't know where to start. So in Dreams, you essentially make whatever the hell you want to make. And they made the tool so uh, user-friendly and comprehensive that everything designed in the game that you're looking at from Media uh, Molecule mm -hmm. was made in that game with a PS4 controller. So they made the engine, and then the game itself, all the stuff you're looking at, all the animations, all that shit, was all made within that game with a PS4 controller the same way you're going to be making things. Which is really crazy when you play it, because there's some really insane-looking shit you're looking at. Like, mm. animated, like, 2D-looking, like, pencil-drawn animations and uh, uh, 3D, like, particle effects flying around shit. I really encourage you guys to go on YouTube and watch a video on it, because it, it blew my mind. Specifically... When I say you can make anything, you can make anything. So, for instance, you can make assets of any type. So, say you want to, like, you don't even want to make a fucking game. You just want to design buildings. You want to design mountains. You want to design trees. You want to make animals, weapons, animals, people, whatever the fuck you can think of. You want to make cars. Doesn't matter. You can make those things without any purpose, and you can put them out into the ether. And people can look at those things and go, I really want to use that. And they'll take that. And they can follow you as a creator and they can put in their own things. Say you don't want to make that shit. You want to make video games, which you can. It's really crazy. Um, you can start working on a game and take other people's assets or make your own. You can do all the animations yourself. Like literally everything in the game you just do with your PS4 controller. It's really mm -hmm. fucking weird the way it works. You can also use uh, the move controllers, which is really interesting too. I have those and I was 
just like moving my arms around and like designing shit. And I'm like, this, this is insane. Um, and animations as simple as like taking a part of your model, whatever you made and moving it and telling it to record the movement. And then you can loop it or do whatever the fuck you want with it. And it's all really just kind of like user friendly. There's a whole like masterclass in the game that will teach you how to use everything too. And it's really intuitive. You're actually working with the tools in the game while a video in the bottom right corner that can be minimized to just hear the audio or watch it shows you how to do it. And it's like really playful and stuff like that. So it's not like intimidating. Um, also you can make music in this, which is really kind of crazy. Cause I myself am a music producer. So I was looking at what they, what they allow you to do. And it's really crazy. I was, <laughs> you can take an instrument that's already in the game or you can import sounds. You can do audio work. Um, you can do vocal work, whatever the fuck you want. You can import it externally outside of the game from their website, or you can record it into the game with a microphone and you can use those even, even so for, I'm going to go back for a second. So <laughs> there's so much to this game. It's crazy. You don't have to make fucking video games. You can make movies. There's literally like when you're going through sections of shit, there's, you can make like animations, you can make movies, you can do whatever the hell you want. You can just make songs and people can use your songs. Um, but when you do music in the game, from in the game, you pick an instrument. Maybe Molecule has already supplied a shitload of them, and they all have modulation, if you know what I'm talking about. They're pretty much like um, uh, pretty in-depth synths, which is really crazy to me because when I was looking at what you're able to do with it, I was like, this is literally at the least like $10,000 worth of fucking uh, DAW, uh, pr production fucking equipment yeah. in, a, in a $30 game. Um, but then other people can upload their fucking... Uh, uh, sound kits. Um, I was looking at this one dude. So it was just like drum sounds and shit. And uh, you're able to use your controller to uh, make those noises. You can change it, you know, like A minor, fucking D major, like whatever the hell you need it to be. Um, and you you can record it as it goes. And where you're recording it, where it shows the sound signature, you can turn it sideways. And when you turn it on, you can kind of see the tempo of the, the notes metronome. floating yeah. at the... Not the metronome, the, oh. the tempo. Um, but there's a metronome you can turn on um, that are floating at it as it's coming. And then you can also take that, like you're like, oh, I like the way this sounds, but it's not quite there. And you can take it into something that looks very, very much like Ableton or FL Studio, if you're familiar with those things. And you can edit it, like I'm very used to doing, um, in like a whole fucking tool set that allows you to completely make music like it's not just like oh here's a pre-rendered beat just slap that onto this and use our pre-rendered synth and go woo woo and just put that on top and clip <laughs> it in like you can literally from the ground up create fucking music and that's that's insane to me like i was literally like the show was watching it with me but i was like having a fucking fit <laughs> like they were like talking about these features i'm just like what what how how the fuck are you how'd you make this um yeah, I, I, I can't wait to see this game a year from now because I've already... The first thing I did, and I, I want to stream this game as well. First thing I did was I hopped into other people's um, dreams, essentially, what they've been making because I want to see what people are doing. And I checked out Media Molecules ones, and those ones are pretty neat, but the ones that actual people are making, as if people at Media Molecule aren't actual people, um, I, I thumbs, thumbs up fucking every single one of them. They're all fucking neat. I was just like, they, you can even make this. It's insane. I played a first-person shooter that played pretty decently. Like, it was weird. I was running, jumping, shooting with a machine gun. I pulled a pistol. I was shooting things and shit. So I was like, somebody made this? 
with this. Um, I played one where you're in a Jeep and I was just driving through a jungle. I was like, this is neat. Uh, I played PT. Someone recreated PT in this and it actually was creepy. Had mm-hmm. all the same sound effects and shit. I don't know how they made it that quick. But uh, <laughs> we had to go through the hallway multiple times and shit. And there's all these, I mean, there's a couple things that are a little different and the graphics aren't as good, of course, but it was very impressive. Um, there's one that uh, had a really good song I really dug, but you're like this robot out in this like Martian landscape and th- you could tell the person made this robot design and shit and it's animations. And I was just like walking through this like landscape and the music just builds a river and then you get to the end and it kind of zooms out slowly. So it's kind of like a just kind of showing off animation and, and, and th- um, you know, theming and stuff like that. Uh, and then there's a couple that were just like people testing the best graphics they could get out of dreams. And uh, one was called Metro and it was just like a camera angle of like a, a underground Metro station. And like, you could like um, turn, it was like a benchmark. It would like slowly move through the, uh, you know, level showing you all the details they put in stuff like that. And I was just like, someone sat there and made this. Yeah. That's crazy. That guy actually just does that. I was looking through his stuff. They're all benchmark videos of, of designs essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, you got people already embracing all these different aspects of dreams that, like, you're going to get the collaborations and people making something really crazy. Um, I don't know how big you can get with these, but I guess you could make individual levels if you wanted to. But um, there's so much to this game. It's overwhelming that luckily they were so smart in the way they did their master class because it's really easy to follow. And there's a video showing you exactly what they're telling you to do in the bottom right corner like you're watching YouTube or something like that. Um, and it works really well while you're actually doing it. I, I want to go through the whole thing, but, uh, but yeah, there's so much potential to dreams. It's insane. And it's $30 right now. I would highly recommend picking it up if you like creating things at all in games. Cause this will let you do everything you can think of probably as of right now. I didn't like, we, we haven't worked our way up to this yet in gaming. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, this exists. That's crazy. This is what they've been doing since little big planet three, which has right. been a while. Um, so, you know, props to them for really, you know, before I was like, oh, yeah, Dream sounds kind of cool. I like the idea you'll be able to make things and show people your little dreamscapes and shit. And now there's like, yeah, make whatever the fuck you want. I don't care. I'm like, okay, like what? No, like anything. Make anything. I don't care. We gave you all the fucking tools. Thousands of dollars worth of fucking, uh, you know, uh, sound design equipment and shit. It's, just, it's, it's insane. So, um, I can't wait to get further. I I haven't even started building anything yet because I just keep exploring what other people have made. Because I'm just like, this is this is fucking crazy. So, uh, yeah, it's very cool. And I know when the game fully releases, uh, there's going to be some kind of campaign. They said so. There will be something to do through them. But they said the whole campaign will be designed from in the game. So they made it with the PS4 controller, the same way you're making stuff, just to show you that, as they said, they don't cheat. They do it just like everybody else. So. Uh, really encouraging to you know you see something insane they made and you're like I can make that mm-hmm. so uh, it's it's very cool and it just fucking blows me away what they've been able to allow people to use so yeah yeah mind is blown yeah it's pretty crazy I uh, I'm really tempted to buy it even though I'm not uh, most creatively inclined individual it doesn't matter you yeah. can interact with their shit you can make little stupid things yeah. I literally want to make. I want to try and recreate the studio. I want to make little TLG fucking characters with animations and stuff. Um, all sorts of stuff I'm already thinking of, but I got to learn the tools. So, cause there's a lot you can do with it. 
But yeah, I mean, like, you could hop in there and, you, I mean, you could make fucking anything and put it out there. And people want to use it or they don't want to use it, it's fine. Yeah. Or you can not share it at all. You can just be like, no, this is mine. I made this for fun. And I and I may still end up doing it. I uh, even just to kind of support the idea because it is like kind of just larger than anything that exists. Yeah. In in uh, it's in create in in creative tools. Um, not even just for console, just in general. Yeah. Um, no, seriously, this isn't on. There's n- there's no program like this. Mm-hmm. No, and it's funny Aside because from being like you know a game developer, but it's more you know well for sure. But I remember classic. even growing up and playing things like RPG Maker, Fighter Maker, oh, yeah. or that's what I know, thought of too. And stuff like that, you know, and uh, you know, it was very hyper focused. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember like trying to figure out what you could do with that kind of stuff and whatnot, and then seeing this, and they're just literally like, here's a bunch of tools, do what you want, and like you said, you know what you want. You want to make music cool. You want to make sound effects cool. You want to make props, models, uh, animations, level designs, stuff like that. I mean, that's all, you know, if you could think it up uh, and you're patient enough to sit there and actually work on it, you can do it. It's really cool. Um, I am curious as well. The The size thing was, was where my head kind of went as well because if you did want to make like a full-fledged, like let's say role-playing game, mm-hmm. that's, a, that's a big endeavor. So... Um, I don't know how detailed you can get in that regard, but you could probably yeah, make a good mock-up space experience. you have to like, yeah. memory to to build something. For but sure. at the very least, you could make multiple levels. Yeah. If somebody's like, but I don't know if it can carry over. So that's what I'm kind of curious about. But. And like leveling and stuff like that. How would yeah. that work? You know. But you know, just just random thoughts like that. But even taking that like that experience and maybe you know making it into bite-sized pieces, mm-hmm. you may not be able to carry your progress over. But if you wanted to play through someone else's story, you still could. So. Yeah. yeah, it's also really interesting too the way the game is played because it uses the accelerometer and the PS4 controller, which is kind of weird, but it's very precise. Like they really nailed the movement; it doesn't feel floaty. Um, you also use the joysticks too, though, or the analogs. So you're kind of like doing this a lot, and just kind of hitting buttons and stuff. It's like a full like tool that does a lot of shit. It's really interesting. It doesn't feel like you're playing a game anymore. It feels like you're using your PS4 controller like a tool. And then with the move controllers, it was really interesting because you literally feel like you're because you're grabbing things and pulling them and interacting with them and turning them stuff like that. That it, like it, the PS4 in in the time that I'm fucking around with that doesn't feel like I'm on PS4 anymore. I feel like I'm using some kind of creative tool. Mm-hmm. And I know I, I said that already, but like it's really hard for me to call this a, a video game. Yeah, it's no, it's software for it's, sure. It's it's yeah that you can make games with. Like people are gonna be able to make full fledged games with this. Um, which is just incredible because, you know, a lot of people have been trying to bridge the gap between people who want to make games and people who have actually studied to make games. You know, I remember back in the day, there's game or there's a program called, it was like game salad or something like that, that I tried and, uh, stuff even way before that, that I tried that, that tried to simplify it. They did a pretty good job, but there's still a lot of things you had to learn and look up online, stuff like this or like that. And in this, everything you need is on that game. And everything is it's it does like gaming tutorial style instructions. Yeah, it just steps you through it, and like the voice is like really like media molecule whimsical, like oh blah 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 blah. And Even just the intro to the entire this. thing was yeah. like basically someone like constantly like patting you on the back, like mm-hmm. let's come on, let's be creative, let's let's be creative. let's create something and, cool. And then they have the moment there where all of a sudden there's a brick wall, and then she's like, uh oh, this is the wall of doubt. Yeah. Let's break it down. And you start like breaking the wall down. Yeah. 
breaking the bricks out and stuff like that. And (laughs) like, and yeah, it's, it's really neat. And then last thing is like your cursor, you get to pick, it's pretty much your avatar. Mine's this little red dude. Who's always just like shifty. eyed looking around. Yeah. And, uh, you can, you can, uh, edit them after you pick them too. You can like draw on them or add items to them and stuff like that. So your, uh, cursor is like your own individual identity. And then when you look at other people, you'll see theirs, so it's kind of like an avatar, but also how you interact with everything. So yeah, it's your so, mouse cursor. Yeah, it's 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 really it's really interesting. It's it's kind of incredible, honestly, that that this exists. And it's thirty dollars. Thirty bucks. I'm yeah. I'm an advertisement right now. Fucking Media Molecule doesn't owe me anything, unless they want to. Yeah, that's all. That's all I got. I could probably just do this for like another five hours. So I'm um, sure this sounds interesting to Chris because I know he likes making things as mm-hmm. well. It, so. it, uh, do I do? I'm very intrigued by. I, I, uh, I, I'd, I'd want to get hands on like hopefully like more of like a, a VR component because I like to work in a 3D space. Oh, that'd be it, it has fucking, VR support. I does thought, it? I thought so. That'd be the way to do it, man. Double check. That'd be so Real cool. Quick. Um, I thought they were. They said something about that when you were going through the intro to the game for some reason. Huh? Maybe that'd be cool though, because uh, being able to do that in three D would be be awesome. Um, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, got any opinions on the Chris though outside of the VR? It it's just it's a tool for people to. It sounds like a really creative and powerful tool for people to get their hands on, which is great because that kind of stuff breeds all kinds of unique and exciting experiences in mm. creativity and art fields and things like that. I mean, even if people just create simple like soundscapes, it's still a, a work of a labor of love at that point. So it's really, I, I, I get a lot of thrill of seeing people's works when they put just so much effort into it. Even if it's just, like I said, just like a blank screen with a soundscape. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can really make anything. So, uh, Chevy, I got to move it to you. Uh, oh shit. Yeah. It does have VR. That's fucking oh, dope. Shit. Um, yes, what are you even playing? Um, I've also been playing Final Fantasy 14, I mean, pretty much consistently. Um, like Chris kind of said, we are just kind of tidying up things that we've skipped over the years. Um, we uh tend to take long breaks from the game. This has actually been the longest stint of playing since the game originally came out, so that's been playing for like four months straight, yeah. Um, so yeah, playing playing catch up on a lot of old content, which has been fun because it's just stuff we missed, and they've made it um, accessible, which is great. Uh, Yoshi P and and the entire team, I should say, have been really good about like the older content gets. They try to make it more and more accessible. Um, and I, there's even a point in an interview where he said like at the point something a feature just completely dies, the stuff that's available in there he'll make available somehow else for people too. So hmm. you'll never like be missing out forever, which is cool. That's good. Um, what else? Let's see. We played Conan Exiles a lot this month in general. Mm. Um, obviously, I can't go too into that, but uh, hours upon hours. Not as much as you at this point, but for a while there, I was playing pretty consistently with you. Yep. Um, yeah, it's one of those games It's easy just to, like, once you start it, you're, you're sitting there. Yeah. It, yeah. Um, I really wish we had an opportunity to get Chris to play a little more because I know... Um, You've been playing mostly by yourself. I think it'd be good for you to try the co-op. And then, what else have I played? I played uh, a little. I did play a little bit of the Borderlands. Uh, one, I came back to it right before they released the uh, up-res version, so I need oh, to yeah. go back and try that. So that, yeah, that's the funny thing too. I I was hesitant to put that on my list because I barely played it, but 
you had played before that released mm-hmm. the original version and i was walking by and i saw you playing and i was like who that that looks old yeah and the resolution is weird and <laughs> it shit. doesn't fit my monitor and <laughs> yeah and then i launched it and i went to the all my save is still there like all my characters even borderlands 2 all my shit's still there which mm-hmm. is dope um so I was like, oh, shit, I'm, I'm fucking back in it. But uh, in Borderlands 1, I looked into the um, graphic options because I was like, oh, it's been a while. I got a way bigger monitor now and all sorts of shit. I have an ultra-wide, so I, I want to see you know what the biggest resolution I can get. And it supported full ultra-wide, so I was like, oh, yeah, they up- upgraded this. And then I like turned all the graphics up, and it, it looks fucking good. And the game still plays. Like, that game's fucking timeless. Yeah. It's still really good. As soon as they're playing, I'm like, oh, God. it's like just like smoking a cigarette for a split second. I was like, oh, shit, this is that's why I quit. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking I started playing. I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I got to get out of this. But uh, yeah, seeing where where it did look or what it looked like and then seeing mine, I was like, holy shit. And I watched a video that showed side by side. They actually did a big fucking change. That's great. In the graphics. Uh, lighting's better. Shadow's better. The foliage is thicker and better looking. The textures are darker and better. And they actually changed certain textures. Although it sucks because some of the grease and blood uh, that was on certain um, buildings and ground stuff like that is gone. So retexturing it, they got rid of that on accident or they just didn't put it back on. But other than that, it looks fantastic. But anyway, not to hijack that from no, me. No, I mean, I don't really have a lot to say about mm-hmm. it other than I came back to it a little bit after, uh, specifically after they announced Borderlands 3, I was like, oh, I'm going to go through all these again. And uh, obviously that has not happened. I started to play the first one. I got distracted by other games. But I do still fully intend to, especially after uh, talking with you uh, about being able to just essentially do new game plus with your old character. Mm. I, I'm just going to do that at this point. Cause I start, I was, my biggest problem I was having is I was starting a new character. I was like, oh, I don't want to do this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In the first one, I think there's, there's uh, the normal difficulty in the next one. And then in two, I know for sure there's at the very least three, it's been a long time since I played it, but I'm on the third playthrough in the second game yeah. and the second one or the first game I'm on the second playthrough. Yeah. So hopefully at some point, um, just kind of sit down and fly through that real quick. Yeah, um, yeah I want to play it for the story just to catch up. Mm-hmm. And then I need to play through pre-sequel and Tales from Borderlands and all sorts of shit. Yeah, fortunately, Tales from Borderlands would be pretty fast. Um, Maybe. Played Civ Six. You already brought that up because we mm. all played together. I did play uh, one game prior with, with Chris and Keith, as he said earlier. And... Um, yeah, uh, it's funny because I've never, I, like, I don't ever, like, consistently play Civ, but I go through stints of it. And uh, I did play quite a bit of Civ Five, and then going into Civ Six, I pretty much knew um, the gist of it, but uh, it, it, and it's very smart on their behalf. There's a certain type of advisor, like, there's either don't tell me anything, like, I'm a pro, essentially, is what you're mm-hmm. saying. And then there's, I've never played Civ before, and then this one, it's like, I haven't played Civ Six, and I was like, I'll pick that one. And which was fortunately, it was good because I was able to figure out most of it. But there are certain things that they've done, like you've kind of brought up, um, that they've kind of tweaked and changed and whatnot. Uh, builders, they're uh, worker, yeah, uh, builders, yeah, yeah. Sorry. You use them three times, they're done, which yeah. I'm still not used to. Yeah, it's a weird one. Um, but I like that you're, you know, it's just more choice for you. Uh, I did get a little weirded out that the lack of like being able to automate them, but I am over it at this point. Well, I mean, they're, they're a, they're a tool at this point. So the automation, it would make sense to still do, but at the same time, they really, 
it's like buying potions in a game. Yeah. You're going to use them. They're going to be gone. You got to get more. So it's more of a resource than anything. For sure. Um, I also noticed in this game, they are very aggressive in the religion aspect. Uh, oh, fuck yeah, they are. That's why I killed that shit. It's, it's crazy. Because like, they added religion later in Civ Five. So yeah. Um, yeah, Civ Six as because we're playing the base game. Mm-hmm. That's our game of the month. And I'm not going to be like, all right, everybody get the fuck the expansions too. Um, but uh we're playing the base game, and and there's so much more to Civ Six as its release compared to Civ Five. Yeah, yeah. I it's funny because I I think it has somewhat mixed reviews on Steam. Um, I wish I would read through them, but I'm imagining a huge part of it is because it is a different experience than Civ Five. Everybody's got the Civ they like. Yeah, I mean, I remember people bitching about Civ Five and being like, Civ Four is better. Well, yeah, Civ Five was a, a, a step in uh, streamlining it for newcomers. Yeah, and yeah. I, I like five, six, four. I played. I think up. I played from three up. I think I didn't play one or two, but um, I like them all, and I like that they all feel different. And I do mm-hmm. think that streamlining it to make it easier for people to play in five, because I think six is has way more than five does, but still maintain that like experiment of like feels, how do we make this? It also feels more difficult. Definitely. Yeah. Which is great because when we played Civ Five all the time, like um, after a while, it became too easy for sure. So, um, but uh, but six feels like lessons learned with five, trying to make it more accessible for people, but also ramping up options, things to do, difficulty, strategy. Um, so I'm really liking six. But yeah, if you have one, you spend so much time in Civ. That if you spend a lot of time in a specific Civ and you play a different one and it doesn't have the same systems you're used to, you're probably, because you put so much time and thought into the strategy and the way you play that game, you're probably going to go, ah, god damn it. But you're going to be resistant. Yeah. yeah. It's like if you've played any game and they changed major factors of it, most people are going to have an issue with it. Luckily, most games don't have to do that. But in a strategy game, I think I invite it because um, you can always go back. I mean, Civ 5, Civ 4, all those games are so replayable. For sure. That uh, that you know, you can go back and play it. They can make a fucking space civ, and everyone just forgot about it. Yeah, and I should I should go back and and see uh, what people uh, that fucking bug is pissing have me off. negative things to <laughs> say about it. Um, just because I'm I'm curious. I, like obviously, I, uh, unless it's something really petty, I like I'm really gonna doubt they're they're gonna be wrong on it. Cause it's gonna be an opinion. So uh, I'm just kind of curious because so far, um. Without talking about my opinion too much, um, I can't see a reason to really kind of like rag on it. So I'll just kind of leave it at that. Um, and then I don't want to like, once again, to not talk about my opinion on the game so much. Um, my experience playing with people, though, was a blast. So like you said, um, there's something there's just something really nice about playing a game that has the pace that you can play a game and hang out with people. Mm-hmm. And, and it fits into that genre. And I, I really... Um, it's nice. The I, only know. reason we stopped playing was because it was light outside. The from, birds are screaming. From night. Yeah. Like we played in the middle of the night and it was light outside and people were really fucking tired. That's why we stopped playing. Other than that, we probably, that, that game, you can just keep going. Yeah. You just hang out with your friends. I mean, the expression is just shit. one more click. I mean, that's yeah. always been the joke. I did that literally him, so. when we tried to end it. Chris was like, I got to go to bed. I'm like, hold on. You're like, like, just I have one to more turn. This, yeah. And then we did the next turn. I'm like, I got three more turns. My fucking... My 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 religion's almost fucking complete. Goddamn, Frado's witness. Shout out to Frado. 
the scout that could watch this he's legend he's a legend <laughs> watch now this um i think that's all i've really played of note i need to still play i can't remember the name of the game now surge surge yeah yeah that that really sweet drink so mm. but mm. yeah other than that um kind of in a lull of games right now which is kind of nice fucking not me ever no i don't mean to play but it releases wise mm-hmm. it is it has slowed down a lot right now which is really nice um i do want to i thought the same thing and then i bought dreams fucking world war z and you you have a tendency to always find something to purchase though yeah i'm really <laughs> if i'm really good at something it's find something to buy um and that other game the arpg pagan online yeah yeah, which I'm also curious about, but I I'm really you pick it up. Kind of kind of hold off for a little bit because I'm trying to be a little bit frugal right now. Game of the month. I got but. something else to buy on Tuesday. Surge Cola. Mortal, Co- Mortal Kombat. Oh yeah, it comes out. I forgot that's coming out that quick. That's what I've been playing though. What about right. Days Gone? What about it? All right, fair. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Yeah. That's all you got. That's all I've been playing. All right, let us know in the comments what games have you been playing this last week, this last three weeks. Let's catch up. Uh, what do you want to be playing? What would you suggest us to play? And, uh, yeah, I think that's about it. Let's move on to the next topic because that was an hour-long conversation that I loved to death. It was fantastic. I want to catch up with you guys. I did an episode by myself recently talking about the PlayStation 5 um, specs that were revealed recently. I just kind of want to get your guys' opinions on this. I've already gone through mine. I'll obviously always add my fucking opinions on anything. But um, if you want to watch that episode, I think it was like two episodes ago, if you want to see what I thought of that. But, um, but yeah, we're going to we're gonna kind of jump. This article fucking sucks. Okay, so um, <laughs> anyway, I, I guess I just settled. Um so yeah, uh, Mike Cerny came out, started talking about PS5. I'm just going to kind of go off the top of my head with this. It is going to be, first off, backwards compatible with the PS4. So you'll be able to play your PS4 games on here. Um, it is going to be um, uh, PSVR um, in mind, so built for it from the ground up. Um, you'll be able to use your old PSVR headset with it, um, but they will be making one for the PS5. Um, so, you know, old tech still translating over. Um, it's going to have an SSD. So if you don't know what that is, solid state drive, it is, uh, you know, a, a fucking hard drive that, that, um, runs faster to put it simply. They said that, uh, Spider-Man that loaded in like, what was it? Like 15, 15 seconds. Mm-hmm. Was it that long? Uh, dropped down to 0.88 seconds. I watched a video of the two and it is fucking stupid. Uh, if you've played Spider-Man, there's a scene, uh, or anytime you load in the game, it'll show Spider-Man doing random Spider-Man things. So it'll be like sitting on the subway or whatever while you're loading to the next section of the game. And when that happened on both the PS4 and the PS5, the screens go black. It showed Spider-Man sitting on the subway and then on the PS5 went and it was loaded. You saw for a quick blip, he was on the subway and that was it. And then on the PS4, the whole thing played out because that's what it was made for. They made those cutscenes for the loading. There's mm-hmm. PS5 was like, nope. We're, we're not watching that shit. Um, let's see. What else? Uh, what am I missing? Fucking, I didn't say really anything. It's uh, got um, uh, ray tracing, which is a rendering technology that will also help with the audio. You're going to get better surround sound. 
uh, but also ray tracing is what they use uh, with Pixar movies to render the movies and make them look so good. This has been introduced in video cards uh, already for PC, but it hasn't caught on because people really don't know what the fuck ray tracing is. Um, but essentially, it will make polygons look better. You're going to get smoother, uh, more circular textures, better everything, really. Ray tracing really affects most things in, in uh, video, but also audio. I didn't know that part, but when I watched the video, they said it, it really uh, changes how you're going to hear things, which is really cool to hear. And also really cool to hear that that's going to be on a console that I'm assuming will be under $600. So that's really impressive that you're going to get consumer-level um, ray tracing and this powerful of a console. It's also worth mentioning, too, Mike Cerny said that they are confident that the pricing will be um, like appreciated by consumers. So I don't think it'll be 600 bucks, but we can speculate on that in a sec. Um, what else am I missing? Do you, do you, do you remember showing? Uh, well, so the SSD uh, tech is proprietary to the PlayStation 5. Yep. They're using a uh, connection method that uh, exists for the PlayStation. That's part of the reason they're able to get those speeds. Um, and they also brought up during that that the reason... Uh, one of th one of the benefits you'll get as well is like Spider-Man, and as the example again, can only web sling so fast because the hard drive read speed can only go so fast, and because yeah. of this technology, you can make people um, traverse quicker. Because well, that's the loading thing. Loading will happen faster with the loading being faster and the more powerful um, graphics card. Um, Ryzen, um, what is that? The AMD Ryzen uh, line, third generation, eight cores of seven uh, NM Zen two microarchitecture, bunch of fucking jargon. Um, you're going to be able to accomplish more because, I mean, I would say Spider-Man's probably pretty high, close to peak graphics on the PS4. It looks great. Yeah, it's good um, So, you know, what you're seeing is what they could squeeze out of that thing pretty much. I'm sure you can do a little better, obviously. but um, It's mostly a good example, though, because of all the loading examples, mm -hmm. because of the speed that Spider-Man's supposed to be able to move through and, and keep everything going. Um, and then the the loads obviously were 15 seconds, which is is easy to yeah. compare against. The we're talking other... about tra traversal. Traversal. The console is also trying to render the city, all the things that are happening in it, the vehicles, the, the sound, events, yeah. the, the events being loaded, while you're also dynamically moving the way you want to move mm -hmm. with the animations and the string. And yeah. And then the other thing on there, um, the string, the web. is that it is future proofing uh, graphics by being 8K ready. So, yeah, it's 8K. Right. So, uh, you know, whenever the fuck that rolls out as the standard, once we get 4K it'll, standard, it'll be there. It'll so. be there, which is very smart because um, I was doing the research and it seems most console cycles are about six years long. And then the PS3, Xbox 360 uh, was closer to around almost eight years. Uh, so, you know, when they're thinking long term, uh, you know, 8K ready. They obviously, as a tech company, see the 8K will be coming soon. And I guess 8K is the highest definition the human eye can see. So people are pretty set on 8K will be it. I'm sure they'll come out with better ways to show color and stuff in screens. But uh, 8K well, seems to be a pretty good benchmark to be setting for. Well, yeah. I mean, you're always going to be able to improve things like true blacks and whites and stuff like yeah. that. So Inject yeah. it directly into my brain. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. PS6 will just be a cord you put in your fucking forehead. Um, that's a very very dark future. Um, yeah, and then let's see what else. Um, yeah, so uh, PS4 games will be playable on the PS5, which is really cool. Mm -hmm. Me and Chevy were hoping to see all the digital stuff translate over as well. 
Which um, it might, because of this section here talking about the PlayStation 5 services, this is speculation at this point, but yeah, um, if PSN is going to stay the same and come over and it's still on PS4 architecture. It's worth mentioning it's off the PS4's architecture and yeah. CUI and stuff like that, so it's going to be really easy to transfer things yeah. that are already at home on PS4 to PS5. Um, That's pretty much it. Yep, yep. They're speculating on the name. I'm going to assume it's PlayStation 5. I actually kind of hope it would be at this point. There's also speculation that the controller would have the screen because they showed that one thing. And I, yeah, I mentioned that too. And the, there's no confirmation uh, whether that being real or fake. And there's a really good chance it's fake. But as as a dude who's seen a lot of mock-ups of fucking consoles every time new consoles are coming out, people are like showing weird circular consoles and boomerang controllers and shit. That thing was pretty legit. So mm-hmm. uh, if it does have the screen on it. Uh, I would love that because I think it's a, the next step of what they already have put as the touchpad, just having that as a screen. I think you also said you'd like to see built-in paddles. I would love to see built-in paddles, especially with that premium fucking controller I have, C40 or whatever. That They're so nice. So fucking nice. Um, yeah, so uh, real quick before we hop into your guys' impressions because I want to know what you guys think. Uh, what do you guys think the price range will be on that? Because with all that stuff. Four to six hundred. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that's that's safe. So I mean I can't if they go higher than that, there that's it will not be higher. That is market suicide. Yeah, it will yeah. be higher than six hundred. Especially, especially when he's like, We think people are gonna be pretty for sure pretty happy with this. You'd be an idiot if you went up six oh, over six hundred and went, you guys are gonna like that price. I say an under four hundred I think is unrealistic. Yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, if it was under four hundred, I I think four hundred's borderline unrealistic, but I so also I. I also wouldn't put it past them to go ahead and start losing out the gate money out the gate. Yeah. Um, Cause that used to be console strategy anyways. Yeah. So we'll yeah, see. They'll recoup it. I was looking at numbers yeah. of, uh, of consoles sold and I remember 360 owning uh, that generation um, till but, the end, but PS3 sold so. way more right than 360. End. Well, cause they kept it going longer. Well, they kept it going. The slim came out mm-hmm. and then the red ring of death started happening a lot with the Xboxes. Uh-huh. Right at the end of the cycle, and so they they the red rings happened right in the beginning. Well, like yeah, they built that Falcon ship to fix it. The the effect of it, though, you know, obviously through the long run, I it was reading something recently on it, and they're mm-hmm. they're pretty much identical in sales towards the end of the, at at the end. It literally happened right then. So the whole generation was 100 percent. Just funny, yeah. like right at the end, all of a sudden, it was like oh, bumped past a little. And that was it. Yeah, because during well. But they didn't end at the same time, so I'm having problems with that because they were like behind 360 oh, yeah. during the relevancy. But what one thing that Sony always does with all their consoles, the PS2 fucking got discontinued not that long ago. 20, 2015. Yeah. yeah. So they always play the long game. Luckily with oh, yeah. the PS4, they didn't have to. This mm-hmm. is one of the first times they're just like, fucking, they just unleashed it and went. Like, I, I'm really curious to see how much PS4 will sell years from now. Well, the, the- but. I was to say the PS2 was such a weird one too because it was like cheaper than DVD players, so yeah. it was like yeah. the yeah. DVD player. I remember to buy. when we first got yeah. it, we were like, "You can get a fucking uh, was it DVD or Blu-ray?" Well, that was the PlayStation Three at the Blu-ray Play- thing. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Sony's always adding something, just like the PlayStation. You could listen to CDRs. CDs, yeah. And fucking people were like, "Whoa, yeah. not ours," but you get what I'm saying. Um, but uh, but yeah, the, the, that was a big thing when the PS2 first came out. Is people Huge were like, "This thing. is like because DVD players at the time were super expensive," so. Mm-hmm. You get a console, and yeah, Sony's always kind of doing that. But um, well, we just went down in fucking history. Um, uh, We're old. Yeah, I've been playing <laughs> games for a while. But uh, 
But all those factors involved, um, you know, they've already dabbled with a pricing of six hundred fucking dollars for the PS3, and it bombed. It bombed at first. They had to lower the price before they could start making money on yeah. that. So you know, it wouldn't be crazy for Sony to release something cheaper and lose money because they played the long game for so long that they could recoup that they have enough money to take the loss for a while well for sure and then if they keep making the same exact hardware for years that it's going to get cheaper to make anyways over time so they're going to eventually yeah. be breaking even making, and making profit and all off sorts of it. shit and and uh with digital sales increasing anyways they make 40 percent off of those man so well and also if they're using the ps4 architecture and just essentially upping the the specs mm. of the whole console and obviously probably evolving it, but it's still based off something they've already built. It's kind of like when you're using Unreal Engine. You don't have to spend three years making your own engine. It saves you time. It saves you money. Yeah. Same thing with this. They can probably put this thing out cheaper because they're essentially selling you the hardware. It's pretty much a PS4 Pro Pro. Yeah, it's the yeah. Pro Pro. <laughs> pro Pro. PS Pro Pro. The PPPP. Uh, but I, th- I and I, we kind of discussed this obviously when we were at work. But the, I think this is going to be the, the 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 course for consoles, anyways, because they've yeah. made them so much like PCs at this point. Yeah. So until until they become irrelevant and everything streaming, which is going to be a sad day, but it's happening. So it's it's not just going to happen. Like people keep thinking it's going to happen. <laughs> not like instantly. Terminator, no. fucking Judgment Day and shit. Fucking <laughs> bum 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 bum, and everybody just has fucking digital now, and people who like physical are just like oh. Just wake up when your consoles is gone. They've ejected out the window. Yeah. Yeah, as soon as you put it in, it's like, shoots out. Like, nope, you're digital now, boy. (laughs) We we tricked you. How dare you? But uh, they'll slowly roll out that. And uh, and, I mean, I remember, dude, because the the economy is so fucked. I remember when the PS3 and the Xbox 360 were out, people in games journalism, they're fucking stupid, were like, is this the best graphics we can get? I'm pretty sure. I think this is going to be the end of consoles. I'm like, where the fuck did you get that idea from? Who the hell thinks that up? Of course the graphics will get better. And then other people are like, we're going all digital. These consoles are the last consoles. And then the PS4 and the Xbox One came out and fucking everyone loves them. And now people aren't talking about the end of consoles anymore. There's like, what are consoles going to be now? Yeah. So it's just funny how the market fluctuates. So... You know. I am the console. Yeah, it's that cord you're gonna plug into your head. Um, Chris, any opinions on the price point speculation? Because me and Chevy, are pretty much between four to six hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. I think four hundred is a hard sell. Like, I, like not that's not a hard sell at all. But, <laughs> but for me, it's a hard sell thinking about it because that seems really fucking low, and six hundred seems really fucking high. And they've already dabbled that, and their wording tells me it's not gonna be six hundred. But my brain's telling me. It's gotta be 500 600 bucks but 400 they can do i know they can do it yeah 300 be fucking insane they're at nintendo pricing at that point yeah i can't yeah. i can't fathom that but if they did that that'd be huge but, I mean, it's possible it's within the realm of possibilities i mean yeah if what they're saying is like they're trying to make it so the price point is really appealing to people for the technology you're getting you know 399 you know, four ninety nine price range. You know, four hundred to five hundred dollars seems like an accurate price range, but I would not be shocked if it went to like you know three seventy five. Like three hundred would be like, what the fuck is happening? But mm-hmm. I'd be thrilled. Yeah, <laughs> everyone would be thrilled. Don't oh, yeah. I would be skeptical as fuck oh, yeah. at its build quality at that point, though. Yeah, but how'd you do that? <laughs> this is a brand new console. How the fuck are you selling so cheap? What's wrong with it? 
old PS4 cases and they scratch out the floor and just glue it's, a five on there. It's literally a PS4 that they had opened, put new shit in, and it's just duct tape shut. And it's like the plastic's bending and shit. <laughs> Slightly it's, melting because they had a heat gun at closed. Fucking, okay. and you plug it in and you just hear the fan. It's like... I just think it's funny. We, you know, we're sitting here talking about the price point of this and then people will just nonchalantly drop two grand on a fucking Samsung Fold. So I want one. Just a weird conversation difference is all. Would you rather spend $2,000 on a phone or a console? Fucking console. That'd be a wicked-ass console. Yeah. That phone better fucking do my taxes and connect to every fucking device and wipe my ass at the same time. Yeah, I think you can do all three of those things with that phone. (laughs) Guarantee. I wouldn't suggest one of them. But you could. It folds. Have you ever seen fucking Demolition Man? That thing's a, a fucking seashell. Dating yourself again. I just, I just wish I'll there was myself. more backwards compatibility with it. Just a personal thing. Like, I wish it was more than just PS4 stuff. Because I've got a whole box over here of like PS3 and two games that I'd like to try out again. Two and one would be easier than three. Three is gonna consistently be a tricky spot for them because they did that to themselves. So that's fine. Fuck the three. I got more of two and one games anyway. It's that. backwards compatible. I'm fucking stoked about. It. So let's move on from the price point. Let's yeah. talk about backwards compatibility. Chris has expressed he wants it further than PS4. I'm ecstatic that it even does PS4 at all because they didn't have to do that and they have not been doing that really. I mean, the PS3 was backwards compatible and they're like, nope. Um, they stopped doing that. That was part of dropping um, price. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which really sucked because the original PS3 I had that I ended up fucking sound like an idiot was the backwards compatible one. Two processors, um, yeah. Yeah. But uh, and it was 600 bucks. That was expensive as fucking. That's probably why, yeah, the price dropped so much. Um... But yeah, I, I I mean, this is about you guys talking, but I, I fucking love it. I'm so excited because one of the things about consoles is like when you just switch to the next one, you're just like, all right, got to restart over. And this is like, no, I still got my PS4 library. All my shit works on the PS5. I'm just upgrading the console. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think, um, I mean, obviously I, I'm excited to have you know, more access is great. Um, I think the more important note here is the transition for people will be uh, less hard to chew on if it does both. So, um, I mean, I'm indifferent. It's really weird for me because, like, I'd be okay with the PS5 coming out without it. I am happy they're adding it. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I think that this is the better option. What do you mean? No. No. They don't don't have a standard of doing it. So I why would you expect not it? Not doing it, and other consoles doing it. I'm tired. I of it. want to be able to plug in fucking Sonic Three into the top of that fucking PS5. Oh my god! Yeah, cartridges. Yeah. So where's it at? It, it came later with the Xbox One too. It wasn't just there. I don't have that console. You're missing my. I don't point. have that thing you said. <laughs> You're expecting a standard that doesn't exist. So. Yeah. Xbox rolled it out though, man. Good they did, them, but they did and not start aggressively, with it. and that's yeah. amazing. It's one. Of but the we're talking PlayStation Five and Sony's past with backwards compatibility, which, which is a fucking bouncy road, and uh, they didn't have to do it. And it's great they are. So. Watch the sub count drop. I'm about to say something bad. Uh oh. When I it. when I've been into, I hate debating PlayStation versus Xbox. I like both of them, but when you see these debates happen. One of the biggest things they will defend the Xbox with is backwards compatibility, which is a good defense. Yeah. But in the modern time, you got to have games to play. Exclusives. 
It's a, it's a good defense. Dead line. horse, it, dead it's, horse, it's dead good. horse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, but, it's, but it's good, though, that, that they even fucking did it, like, retroactively. And oh, I'm for sure. I'm still impressed every once in a while I see, like, a new game gets announced of, like, you know. They just did Ninja Gaiden 1 too. Yeah. It's so. awesome. It's awesome. And here's Sony going, like, no. <laughs> like, but, like, no. We made a stupid processor for the PS3. We, we just gave you a broken name change. What else do you want? Yeah. We give you exclusives. Okay, yeah, you got us there, but what about just fucking quality of life shit? No. <laughs> just buy it. Shut up. Your you got the games. Shut up. It's You're just, a gamer, it's, right? Shut it's up. just for playing games. Nothing else nothing matters. Nothing else. You get nothing. No gifting. That's such a fucking waste, too. Yeah. See? There's fucking pros and cons. There's, of there's a bunch of cons, the Sony's console. Yeah. So. Um,. Just has really fucking good games. It has really good games for sure. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, backwards compatibility. I, I think you'd be hard pressed to find someone who says that's a bad thing, though. So, Chris hates it's not enough. It's never enough. More. He's about to fucking go roam and fucking invade Sony. I want to play Commodore sixty four games on the PS five. Fucking not me. <laughs> I ain't wasting my time like that. You're trying to give me a fucking aneurysm, man. No. Sony won't allow it. What are you talking about? You were asking us questions about the PlayStation 5. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I, I was got. So we did price. No. We did backwards compatibility. What do you think about the, the, the hardware, tech, and uh, ray tracing? I mean, obviously, it's just going to be like, it's better. That's good. But um, are you excited about the ray tracing and uh, SSD? So the ray tracing... Uh, if I was more like into the tech jargon aspect of it, I'd probably be more excited. Uh, mm-hmm. I expect the system to do better and perform better. Yeah. So, uh, it, just adding to that, every console you get, you know, like it's funny we're talking about this at work, but like um, PC is kind of like has to kind of stick with where consoles are. It always looks better than what you're going to get on console, but the people making the games on PC need to be able to put those on console as yeah. well. So when Gridlock. P- when when the console gets kind of capped. PC, although it looks better, also gets capped. Yeah. Now they're moving to a new console. PC is going to go, woo, we yep. can fucking go crazy now. Yeah, we can go. And so exactly. that's always really exciting. But but standardizing ray tracing, I think we're going to get a really big fucking jump in graphics. Because it's not only just better hardware, it's new technology rendering yeah. this. I think we're going to, like, it's been a while. But, like, because I remember when the PS4 was first coming out from the PS3, it obviously looked better. Mm-hmm. It actually looked quite a bit better. I think this is going to be way more impressive. Of a jump, I mean, because and we'll, of the and new we'll tech. See. Um, however, uh, my other point to that is the graphics are fun, but not really that important to me anymore. Um, I game do play is important. I love I, I'm not. I'm, I'm not trying to make the argument that game. You know, the in that sense, I'm just saying in in general, like why um, only play it in the game? I, I love. I I love the spectacle of the graphics. Don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but I also like. <laughs> I'm not expecting that jump. Yeah, you know, like Fuck I am, dude. To, to I got just a hard be like, right now thinking about Ooh. it. Um, I just want fun games, you know. And and the progression of the graphics getting better is is expected to a point. Um, and my, if they can surprise me, cool. If not, I'm, whatever. My position though, and this is one of the first times ever with a console that I've thought this way. PS4 could go another like, or Xbox uh, One or anything. They could the Switch. Where we're at right now with the consoles, I could go another probably three four years. Mm-hmm. I'm really happy with the, with the consoles where they're at right now. I'm getting great graphics. The games are awesome. So if we're going to be hopping over to the new consoles, I'm pretty content right now, which is weird because I've never felt like that ever with a console. So if we are going to make that jump, it's got to be big 
fucking make me go, okay, I don't need the PS4 anymore. Bye. Mm-hmm. Just throw the baby out the window. Whoa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so with like, if the graphics are insane looking and you can, they show you like, you can do all this crazy stuff with this thing. I, yeah, I, I can't wait. Yeah. The, the one thing I'll agree with, uh, with the jump Plus is the VR is, support. uh, the hard, the SSD is the big deal for me. Um, I think the increased load time, uh, is super important. And I think, uh, most, gamers would have to agree the the quicker you can continue playing and get into your games the better so um i think that's the most exciting aspect of the new console is the ssd and the tech they're talking about with increasing load times and being able to make things move smoother while still loading everything um that is that is the big perk for me i think uh well to see ssd get standardized into consoles is also also very cool to see because it does just improve the whole thing and i i I'm, I want shit to break then too because there's no moving parts. So. Yeah, and I want to hope that Xbox will do the exact same thing or make their own technology, but at least match that kind of. I'd be blown away loading. if they don't have an SSD. Yeah, because that that's this this pretty much become the standard in PC at this point. So yeah, uh, but pricing you know for a while there was kind of steep, so it's kind of cool to see that they're gonna be able to get that into a console for sure, for sure. Um, and then uh, otherwise, hardware wise, I mean. The one thing I, I've said this a couple times about the PS4 that I want to see at the PS5 is don't skimp on the USB drives, man. Oh, yeah. Give oh, me yeah, yeah. a shitload, yeah, good please. I don't have enough. At least four. At <laughs> least four. The the two was awful idea. Just do four in the front and two in the back. I'll be fine. That'd be great. Because with PSVR, you have to use those USBs. Mm-hmm. I have an external hard drive, which is a must which for me. uses one. And which uses one. Um, I use a um, Astro C40 controller, which I, I have hardwired in. I have surround sound. So my fucking, my PS4 is tapped yep. with the USBs. Like, I got to, like, unplug shit if I want to, like, take a file I fucking saved, like a video, and and, and yep. put it onto a flash stick or whatever. It's just a, fu- and it's a small process, not a big deal. But it's still frustrating that I'm like... There needs to be more than just a couple fucking USBs. So that is a, mm-hmm. a really small but big thing. I think. Uh, I think that's a good point. Pretty fucking vital for for me, just because if I want to use my PSVR, I have to choose to not have my games because they're on my external hard drive, or not have my surround sound uh, headphones. The PS5 should just be a fucking <laughs> Borg brick that's just fucking USBs on every side. Sure, that's fine by me. Just grab that fucker. Yep. Uh, Damn. Sure, he's a fucking ninja. <sighs> so yeah, I. Uh, that's what I want to see. Lots of USB, SSD. I want it to be as awesome as they're advertising it to be. And obviously, like graphics are cool, but it's like kind of like the bottom of my excitement of the the new stuff for the console. So, Chris, any opinions at all? Uh, for me these days, like if you don't have a big leap in your tech, like. Why, point? why would I buy your console? What's yeah. the point of buying it? If it's just a minor graphic upgrade and installed state drive, like solid state drive itself is a really nice tech leap. Don't get me wrong, but graphics for me are really, for me personally, are really important. Like I can't sit there and play a game that looks hexagonally if it loads instantly. That that's fine, but it's just, I it needs to look pretty. It's got to look good. I'm just, I'm so visually drawn to games. Yeah. Shallow. <laughs> PS4 backwards compatibility wasn't enough for him either. 
I, I get it though. He's saying no, essentially I, I get like it too. I just don't he's, relate. He's not excited to buy a whole brand new console if it's not going to fucking jump him into the future. Yeah. So yeah. I, I mean, I, I feel that. If, sure. If it's solid drive is great. Instant load times, like I said, would be great. You know, playing Monster Hunter is the more annoying than having to load every fucking screen through every fucking town and waiting. You know, however long it takes, it feels like fucking ages to load into everything. Honestly, on this console cycle, games don't take that long to load. Every once in a while, I'll play a game that has some longer loading than other games, but I never care. Maybe it's my age. Maybe I'm just like so ready to die that I'm just like in my old age that I'm just like, eh, what's a couple more seconds? Um, so hearing, you know, that as a hardware improvement, I'm like, yeah, that's awesome. But I also am not like, fuck, finally, you know, cause I lived in the days of dinosaurs and fucking PlayStation and you would sit there and I said this on the last episode, but fucking you put that disc in, you start up, you wait for the whole thing to boot and then the game starts and you just listen in that plastic box. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> and he's look at a black screen with maybe a logo if you're lucky and there'd be a bar and it's just like you hear oh resident evil had that sweet door oh yeah yeah those were sweet doors too i love them that's fucking ahead of their time it was uh but uh so yeah like we're not even fucking anywhere close to that nowadays like nowadays like you hit the start button and like the screen goes black and then like it comes up. You're like, oh, okay. Or like, you know, show like some kind of cutscene while you're loading or something like that. And it's like less than a minute. So, but here's, here's the thing that I have to argue with that. Uh, Cause they, they gave the example of it was games like red dead that come out that are like a hundred fucking gigs, right? Mm-hmm. They take up so much room on your hard drive that it actually not just causes the game to load slower, but actually causes your console to be slower as well because it has sure so much more and my ps4 and i don't have a pro uh operates slower now with having like 50 some games installed on a hard drive it just yeah. it really is like struggling to to get through things sometimes i mean i, I agree with that it's not a debate i was i was i'm backing up my i don't mind the loading so that's a good point to bring up yeah. but like it's, I, it's quality of life that, that's 100%. why no it's it's a good yeah. thing overall yeah. no, i'm just sure. saying to chris's point no for sure SSD is exciting and it's going to be overall better and I'm so for it. I'm excited about it or whatever. But at the same time, out of the features, I'm just like, that makes sense. That's good. But like, I'm not having an issue with the loading right now. Mm -hmm. So it's not, it's not the biggest thing that like the ray tracing really matters to me. And this is the important thing too, is we all have the specific things about this console that we're excited for. I'm all about that fucking new tech because you're going to do shit. The PS3 or four can't fucking do. Yeah. Um, the SSD, like I said in my prior video, really supplements all the features because everything's going to load fucking faster. And so you're going to be able to render that shit with those new graphics in a faster way that can back it up. Yeah. I mean, it's really the whole package is going to make something really fucking cool. Because, like I said, you got the new tech, you got better hardware, and you got faster loading. So it's it's just, it's going to be a bigger leap. I really think it's going to be a, a pretty big leap. I'm going to be really disappointed if they show it and it's like God of War with like shinier head. <laughs> the sun bounces off his head even better now. Red Dead Redemption now loads in 30 seconds instead of three minutes. <laughs> Which would be cool, but like, yeah. I'm just, <laughs> no one's even playing that. I mean, I can't argue that. But. Except for IGN played with this. Uh, there's some the 
devil's riders or some shit demon boys or something there's like this um they they role play on the servers in mm-hmm. red dead and it's like this group of cowboys they're just like they they're like we only ride in in fucking rosa two and like there's just like a row of all these blue cowboys and there's this ride in town they're like we ride into town but we don't we don't cause trouble unless someone points a gun then we shoot the fuck out of them they're like we like to have fun and everybody else likes to have fun so that's what we do i'm like god damn dude I'm all for it. That's cool. But those are the people who are still playing the game. They're still, they're living in that game. Yeah. I like them better than those assholes who are just looking around to shoot people, though. Yeah. yeah. At least they have some sort of code of morals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're organizing how they ride their horses. I said bikes. Where's the motorcycles at in that game? <laughs> Do you have any other thoughts on that, Chris? Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> No, I mean, it just I'm excited for it, but it, it better be a good it better be a good jump for me to really like jump at buying it. Make it worth it. Yeah, I think a lot Make of that is going to. I'm in my hard earned money. For sure, and I think a lot of that is going to come down to the price versus what we're going to actually get out of the box mm-hmm. too. So right, right. Which obviously they've been doing this well. I'm sure they'll get it right where they need it to be. So be really crazy if they pulled a ps3 again just like it'd be really crazy you know for microsoft to pull an xbox one again like you're gonna see as most companies do hey don't do that again so yeah what else what else um as for speculation on that controller uh what would you guys like to see i've already kind of said like i'm hoping that touch screen is real because the idea of not having to hit like the home button to go back if someone sends you a message and interrupt your game, but just doing that on your controller to type back someone like a phone, that'd be huge. Or be able to do the whole fucking UI from your controller. Like, oh, I want to switch to this game now. And you just do it on your controller and it switches over. It's a small step, but it's it's a step. And that'd be really mm-hmm. neat to see. And then paddles. I would love to see paddles on that controller. Um, and uh, I'd be pretty much happy with whatever they gave me in that regard. Yeah. I, you're definitely a controller guy. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I don't. I don't care as oh, much. Performance baby. So. I'm a performance baby. But I also I, don't play like you play a lot of shooters, and I play shooters, but I don't play them on a competitive level. So like, um, yeah, I just mostly as long as the controller, if as long as my hand isn't cramping while I'm playing a game, I'm good. Like that's what I want. Three three <laughs> so. most important things to a controller is the analogs and how stiff they are. Mm-hmm. That's really important. I, to I me. actually agree with that. That's very important to me. The D pad is very important to me, even though people don't really talk about those very often. Um, just because if you're playing like a fighting game, um, that thing's got to feel right. It's got to roll really well, and uh, it's not gonna. It's got to not fuck your thumb up. Um, and then you yeah, have triggers. Triggers really matter to me too because some of them are like really curved, and you're just kind of like pulling them in a lot. There's a lot of motion, um, or like the PS3 just had these little plungers, little fucking flaps. There's like, Ugh. and you could like shake the controller, and they'd be like, "Oh, that's not what I meant." GameCube had the plungers. If you had the plungers, yeah. and you can put yeah. it on the couch and just like push them in because they were like curved inward. So when they're down, they would like naturally just the weight of the controller would pull push the fucking plungers in. Whatever the hell, Especially I hated those one-off. fucking plungers. That's another thing with the triggers. Like those things were fucking stupid. There's glorified long buttons. Mm-hmm. There's like that's how the GameCube was as well. Yeah, that's the fucking plunger sound. Though my PS4 controller is getting a little worn out because it's a little sensitive to getting set down. Now I've hit the the trigger a couple times now. Just Buy an Astro C40. Only I'm not doing that. It's very, very <laughs> not, not cheap. Uh, I'd like controllers kind of the way they are right now for the PlayStation, only because, like, I, I think it'd be cool to have, like, you know, a, 
display and a screen, but at the same time, that's more distraction looking away from the gaming. Um, like even now, I I turn off the color like indicators of like when I'm being shot and stuff like that in games. It just distracts me too much, and I worry about battery life for that kind of stuff for con- controllers as well as um, durability. Because I know like comp- phone screens are pretty durable these days, but I did don't know how much they're going to invest and put a lot of money into a phone screen style thing on a controller like that, that they want to pump out a lot of. Yeah. Yeah. Battery tech is pretty crazy. So I, I'm not as worried about that part myself. I think the PS4's battery is just fine, but yeah, you can turn off vibration all that shit. A lot of people do turn that off. Well, even um, if the PS5 controller had a screen though, I was saying like yeah. your phones are screens and they right. last yeah and, and the now. screen would probably turn off in a sleep mode until you got a notification mm-hmm. or something i'm sure you could set up settings or whatever you know right. and that's just speculation depends too because huh depends on what the game code designs for the yeah, controller for sure. at that point um i just think it'd be a really cool step because you already you already essentially have that without the screen right now you have that touchpad which i think is a great innovation for a controller i really love the touchpad on the ps4 controller and the ps4 controller is the best playstation controllers have been so far it is it is really good mm-hmm um especially like a week ago i was holding a ps3 control i was like what the fuck <laughs> holy shit i was like they actually made a lot of differences with that ps4 controller just aesthetically it looks similar but going, it's, it's very different going backwards is always more noticeable than going forwards yeah and i always the, the other example i like of that is when people are like I, like talking about 4k right now and people are like i can't tell the difference i'm like if you did 4k more consistently and then watch 1080 though you would. It's a huge, huge difference. And it's funny because people said that about 1080 and 720. Mm-hmm. And I can, you show me 720 video and I'm like, ooh, oh, yeah. almost instantly. So, I mean. Man, I'm editing at least two two episodes every week. I'm looking between 720, 1080p, 4K when I'm deciding, you know, how I'm going to export and shit. And mm-hmm. there's, there's a giant difference. Even in, in the, the like, bit rate of the export, depending on how much you want to put out you can have a lower end 1080p video or higher end 1080p video mm-hmm. 720 if you want to spend like a couple hours exporting a 720 video uh that'll look actually pretty fucking decent so there's there's a lot of pr- parameters in there but yeah like the range of what 4k can do versus the other ones is hugely different yeah i mean you can up anything to 4k mm-hmm. and that doesn't mean it's taking advantage of 4k if it wasn't it's shot or made in 4K, 4k it's not K. yeah it's just yeah so uh, you can't see the difference because people aren't putting the effort in uh, yeah. as much as they will be when it's more standardized. So, a uh, good example of that, I guess, would be uh, was that Nature, uh, Planet Earth, Planet Earth Two. Watch that thing; that is crispy. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. sorry, yeah, went, went on a tangent. <laughs> so we talked about controller, uh, console design. Um, I don't really care about that. I'm always more so just kind of, I'm curious about what they do. Um, although I don't like the way the PS3 looks. I think the PS4, I'm just used to it, but I'm also not a huge fan of it. I hate the shape. Yeah. Um, PS2 is weird looking too. I mean, Sony makes weird looking consoles. So they're fine and I love them, but they make odd shaped consoles. Yeah. I And I, I completely agree with that. It'd be uh, hard to, I'm definitely not the the person who's like worried about that. Like the person who's like making sure it matches all their stuff mm-hmm. in the living room, you know. Uh, just as and a creative I, person, I always look into how somebody went about designing something. Well, but I was gonna say, as I get the concern though, for sure. Mm-hmm. So, it, and the PlayStation products are very weird for that. They are so. PlayStation was the most normal looking one. 
And that came out a long time ago, kids. Back when I was a wee lad. God, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else really you guys want to talk about when it comes to PS5? I mean, not really. So we always, uh, when we do these hardware speculation things, this is definitely more like up your alley because you are more interested in that in that uh, kind of stuff. Um, I'm always more so like once I get my hands on it, I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool, you know, type of thing. Um, I, you know, until they do like an official announcement, they start showing it off and stuff. I'm going to just try to be as reserved as possible when it comes to this. Um, I am, I am excited for the prospect of better hardware. Um, but I'm not like, I guess kind of like you said, I'm not really clamoring for it right now. The PS4 is fine. Like I'm, I'm good with it right now. So yeah, I remember with the PS3 and the Xbox 360, there was like a good two years there where I was like, holy shit, dude. All these games are the same fucking game, and they all look the fucking same, and they all feel the same. They all have the same graphics. I'm really fucking bored of these graphics. I'm sick of fucking Unreal Engine, man. Everything's on Unreal Engine, and it all looks the same. Obviously, Unreal uh, is a lot better now. But uh, there's a while there where there's milk in the same fucking engine, Mm -hmm. and every game you had to hold X to run for, like fucking Gears of War, take cover with the same button, and... They're just making the sequels and sequels and sequels and sequels. There was no new IPs. And I was like, holy shit, fucking kill me. Those are the dark days. But you, we're in a really good console cycle right now. I we think are. it's one of the best ones ever. Well, and and uh, the people paying for the games uh, are less afraid. No, well, I mean the publishers. Oh. Are less afraid uh, of letting the developers take risks right now, I too. I for the games. Which is great. Um that was a big problem with the last generation was developer or not developers. Publishers were scared to, to mm-hmm. put money they, into, they had to ideas. put money into things that were going to for sure get Make sold. Money. Yeah. And now they are okay. Okay. With people experimenting again, which is awesome. The only one that came out of that, not understanding the market anymore is EA. They're still just confused. They're like, what happened? <laughs> Whereas is, is the recession still happening? Damn, no. Keith, get off my lawn. You don't know what lacks fucking single player. <laughs> yes, we do. Nope. Can't nope. hear you. Nope. Huh. What was that? You want more DLC? I got you DLC. Transactions. You know, the DLC is half here. developed. You can buy half the DLC now and you can get DLC for that DLC later. If they want to be more aggressive on that, they should just do Stop being idiots. Uh, phone games. They want that, you know, they should just go multi-million people microtransaction bullshit. They should just go over to Japan and make pachinko machines with Konami. (laughs) I'm not going to miss them. Everything that I love from EA fucking blows now outside of Respawn. Yeah. You fucked yourself. Whatever. Bye. A Way Out was good. Yes. Hopefully they can find works with someone else. (laughs) (laughs) But EA is a company. That dude, he's a smug looking motherfucker. I, I know his philosophy and I listen to him talk and I'm just like, there's not one good thing about you. Not one. He's a robot. I dislike him. Yeah. Anything else on PS5? Let's move on because I think we're heading towards two hours already. We. Ooh, yeah. All right. So uh, let us know in the comments what you think about the PS5. We already kind of discussed this already, but if there's anything you want to add to the conversation that we just had, let me know everything you're thinking about when it comes to the PS5. Are you excited about it? Do you want other features? What's your favorite feature about it? Any concerns about it? And uh, yeah, you know the drill. Um, Yeah, so we got two quick videos we're going to watch. One of them is uh, Samurai Showdown. 
uh, exclusive Darley Dagger gameplay reveal trailer. So Samurai Showdown, if you guys don't know, was a fighting game back in the day. And uh, apparently they're bringing it back. Um, I knew about this, but I have not watched anything on it yet. So we're going to kind of fucking figure out if this is even worth talking about after this or not. We might watch this and go, this fucking sucks. But uh, we're going to find that out. And then the next video we're going to watch is the, uh, this is like three weeks late. But we never watched this. Uh, Wolfenstein Youngblood official story uh, trailer. Uh, because I have not seen this. I don't think any of us have seen it. And uh, why not? This week is actually kind of shitty for um, things. I mean, the only things anyone's talking about really right now with gaming is like drama shit. And I really try and avoid that. So, because I get bored of it. Um, yeah. So, uh, Samurai Showdown. You guys got anything you want to say before we watch this? You guys play it back in the day? Yes. Yes, I did. Yeah, I dabbled a little bit in SNK games, but it was uh, it was one of the many fighting games back then that was just kind of like it doesn't exist now for a reason. Well, they made a lot of different games then, yeah. so Fail yeah, no. Fury's better. I watched some gameplay on whatever they've released so far. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You want to reserve your comments until, or say it now? From my understanding, from watching someone who apparently played a lot of this in the arcade, mm-hmm. um, he said it plays very similar to the original, where it's more of like footsies based and a little more. Uh, not there's not a lot of combos. There are a few combos, but it's not a combo heavy game. It's it's like original Samurai Showdown. Interesting. Mm-hmm. All right, let's jump into it. You ready, Chris? Yep. All right. Uh, three, two, one, and go. Art style's weird. That's like a wicked ass weapon. Vroom <laughs> vroom. June, fuck, okay. All right, what we think? Not a lot. No, like this. Okay, it sucks because I'm like huge into uh, samurai stuff, and that looked a little on the boring side, to be honest. And the character is not a samurai, <laughs> which is a small nitpick. Mm-hmm. But I didn't. I really didn't like her weapon, and like it transformed into a drill and stuff. Like I don't get it. So. I, maybe I'm a little lost on this. Yeah, it sounds like it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the most appealing thing about this game was the samurai stuff to me, um, just because I also, like everyone here, really like samurai stuff. Yeah. And uh, graphically, though, I thought it looked kind of weird because the art style is interesting enough, but it looks bad graphically. It looked uh, like there was no anti-aliasing and uh, looked really jaggy and all the lines were kind of weird looking and it was kind of a muddy, blurry visual style. That was kind of hard to like not follow, but like the contrast is really fucking dark too and shit. Like they look like someone made that in their room last week. And they're like, dude, check this out. Be like, holy shit, you made that? But like this is a game someone's gonna sell to me. And I'm just like, and if you're a Samurai Showdown person, you're like, dude, you're a fucking dickhead. Yes, but I don't know. I was expecting more from that, honestly. And everyone who watches this channel knows, like, I'm typically pretty like, oh, that's cool, oh, that's cool, that's cool, that's cool, that's cool, unless I love it, but, like, 
I don't know. Um, I think it's kind of interesting, though, because it's, you know, fighting games got kind of um, narrow there for a little bit, and you only had, like, four of them. Mm. And right now, it almost seems like fighting games are trying to come back. We're getting a lot of good ones again, and uh, all the big hitters are out, and we're seeing other people try and it's like a renaissance is trying to happen with fighting games. So I, I embrace it. I, I'd like to try it, but I don't think I'm going to buy that unless it gets like a fucking nine out of 10. And it's not gonna <laughs> guaranteed. Uh, it doesn't look like, like a triple a game. Like where like Mortal Kombat 11 comes out on Tuesday. So that's, that's so unfair. unfair. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, it, it looks more of like a game. That's like an homage to like people who played the older ones. And it's kind of like, a, Hey, you've been asking for this for a while. Hmm. We're going to do a little take on it. We're not going to, you know, dive a lot of, you know, money into it, but it's going to be fun and you're going to enjoy it. But it's going to be what you remember Samurai Showdown to be. Um, and it, it does. It does just bring back nostalgia memories for me. I think that's what they're really banking on, though, is the nostalgia factor of this game of like, I remember going to, you know, pizza places and playing this weird game with samurais and people with fencing sabers and things like that. Mm-hmm. That was the meanest thing you've ever said on the show. What? When you're like, oh, yeah, it looks fine, but I mean, it does look triple A. Mortal Kombat comes out next week. Okay. I mean, but I mean, it does. It does. And in the world of fighting I mean, games right now. It's true. It's true. But that was a fucking, that was putting the blade in and twisting it. <laughs> he went just to the, the, the highest pinnacle of triple A fighting games. This is the best looking fighting game ever made. They're not the same. Yeah, no, you're right. Um... That was a low fucking blow, and he's opened up with that. <laughs> it's like someone's like, "How how'd I do?" And you're like, "Well, fucking these people who are amazing, fucking are coming out, coming around next week." I so, uh, up in fighting games or fifty fifty? You don't know where I'm going, higher though. Yeah. I felt like I got punched in the stomach, and that's like my game. <laughs> um, I'm intrigued by it though, because yeah. I, like I said, the nostalgia factor is there for me. I, I don't know if I would spend like you know sixty bucks on that game. It's more of like fuck you know, like no. A, hell no but it seems fun and interesting goddamn invade the developer and take him over (laughs) if they fucking try and sell me that for 60 bucks (laughs) um yeah so i I think we're all kind of like pretty like yeah okay that exists so sure don't have a whole lot to say at all uh let's know in the comments what do you think about samurai showdown uh what do you think about the new one are you excited for it? is there something we're missing about that is there some features in it that are really fucking cool is there better gameplay or is that what it looks like um and did you play the original ones uh did you like those did you not like those was it part of the um huge array of fighting games that just don't exist anymore like eternal champions um and uh the dinosaur one primal fucking fist yeah. Let me know in the comments everything you think about when it comes to Samurai Showdown and Samurais in general. Do you like Samurais? I love Samurais. Uh, yeah. The industry does right now with all the games coming Could out with keep, Samurais. Keep pumping those out. Do it. That's a safe bet. I think most people are pretty stoked about that. Uh, yeah. Except for don't do the pirate ninja thing. Don't drive, drive into the fucking ground. Flying to the ground. Uh, next video we're going to watch is Wolfenstein Youngblood official story trailer. This is a story trailer for Wolfenstein Youngblood. It is a game coming after Wolfenstein 2, which was fan-fucking-tastic. If you haven't played it, go play it. Um, and yeah, I'm pretty curious about this because this is going to be, I believe, cooperative. You're going to be able to play with somebody. I think because you play I as BJ Blazkowicz. 
the the fucking terribilities um two daughters hmm. yeah, killed, uh, yeah i think i remember them saying that yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. was e3 no no they've talked about it a couple times um anything you guys want to say on this before did you guys play wolfenstein one or two Holy shit! Even if you don't like first-person shooters, you should fucking play them. They're single-player. Single EA. My entire life. Huh? I don't think I've ever played a single Wolfenstein in my. Entire There's life. only three Wolfensteins you need to play. I mean, play the original one just to go. Oh yeah, but I've I never enjoyed the original Wolfenstein. It's just like eh, Doom was way better. Anyway. Welcome to shooters. Yeah, exactly. It's like they exist now. I'm like, great. Let's move on. But um, you kill the zombies, Nazis, same thing. Um, but uh. But yeah, fucking Return to Castle Wolfenstein was fucking sick when it came out originally. And uh, and then, yeah, Wolfenstein 1 and 2 are fantastic. But even people who don't like first-person shooters, these are single-player, story-driven first-person shooters that are excellent. So I would highly, highly recommend them. Um, yeah. Every time I bring up it's fucking single-player, I'm like, what the fuck's their problem? <laughs> um, those games are awesome, and I love multiplayer. Um, but yeah, this was supposed to have co-op, so that's really cool. Um, maybe I can get you to fucking play it. Uh, and yeah, you guys ready? Yep. Yep. All right. And this is a little further in the story from two because at in Wolfenstein two, your BJ's uh, I don't know if they're married. Girlfriend is pregnant, mm. so they're gonna be growing up. So, all right, ready? Three, mm-hmm. two, one, and go. So much worse than I thought. We'll drive the Nazis out of Paris, just like Daddy did back home. No phone calls, no letters. He just vanished. My agents inform me that he left the country under a false identity about four weeks ago. What the hell is this place? Coping Blackbird? Paris Catacombs? That's your lead. He's in Paris. You know, if we say something, they aren't going to do jack shit. Well, I guess it's just up to us then. All Let me show you something. It's do or die. Just like Daddy told us. Fucking carpenter brute. Fuck yeah! I saw these guys live. Oh, this looks sweet. Fuck yeah! You guys are weird. <laughs> oh yeah, it's carpenter brute. If BJ fucking Blaskowitz doesn't want to be found, no one on God's green earth is going to find his ass. We got this shit, sis. Fucking A. Holy shit, I'm stuck for this. Have you ever killed Nazis before? We were born to kill Nazis. think it looks like an id game yeah. <laughs> yeah, it <does. laughs> no it looks cool um i am glad that 
uh, you know, visually. At first, I was kind of like weirded out by it visually. I was like, I don't remember. Wolf, like, I thought Wolfstein looked better than this. And then it started showing, like, oh, that looked great. Well, they showed the yeah, gameplay yeah. part, and I was like, oh, no, that looks really good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah <laughs> so, as soon as I saw him, I'm like, oh, shit, it looks fucking good. It was just the, the, the character models mm-hmm. right off the bat when they started talking. I was like, they don't look as polished as I thought they yeah. I remember them looking. But uh, it seems like they did better in the gameplay parts of the game than they did in, like, the, the cutscene parts. It was really weird. Mm-hmm. It looks great, though, visually. Uh, I was just being a little nitpicky because I watched you play a little bit of the so good. second one, so good. and uh, they're, they're, I mean, they're beautiful-looking games. So, mm-hmm. But the, I kind of come to expect that when it comes to id games. Even if the game's subpar, there is uh, always something visually appealing to look at in them. So, yeah, no. I mean, co-op is another nice feature uh, as well, obviously. Uh, I liked their dynamic, like of like interacting with each other. Like when mm-hmm. she shot and was like, "thumbs up" at top, you know, mm-hmm. it, it's fun. So, yeah, they uh, they really glorify and kind of have like an inglorious bastards feel to like Nazi killing in the Wolfenstein games. So it's just like it's one of the only times you can kind of like glorify the idea of just murdering people. Yeah. So, um, and in in that definitely took it a step further, especially towards the end of Wolfenstein Two. There's a really crazy scene that is fucking awesome but um um there's a lot of awesome scenes in that but that kind of reminded me of that kind of vibe there's just like this ridiculous carnage uh the music really fucking uh worked with it well too which i especially since it's like based in the 80s they're doing the whole synth wave thing um which is interesting because the other ones it's interesting to see this this uh world where you know nazis essentially took over for a while move into even up to the 80s so it'd be kind of cool to see that but um but yeah, I'm fuck. I'm fucking stoked for this game. I, I love the last two. It's just killing it right now with all their games. Everything they're making right now is just great. And uh, being able to play, Bethesda. yeah, um, for sure. And um, that's why they're taking it easy right now. Um, and just getting shit talked to them the whole time. Um, and yeah, being able to play an id game in co-op is going to be awesome. Um, that kind of game really lends itself to it because there's just a lot of like dual wielding, unloading, and shit. And um, It'd be really fun to play with someone else to do that too. And especially you see how they do their very cinematic dynamic mm-hmm. with a co-op experience. So I'm really excited for it. I can't wait for it. It looks like a great, exciting game, to be honest. Um, the music really did it for me though. I think oh, it's it really great. pumped me up for it. It was such a good touch for that one. Um, but I, I have never played much of these Wolfenstein games at all, actually. So it, it got me interested, but I don't know if I'll actually commit to it if you ever get a chance just start playing to the first one but if you really want to love it just play two and then go back and play the first one if you really want to but um because that one's so fucking good but uh but i think the story alone would get you interested into it because it's Mm -hmm. done so good like it's it's really weird that the story was that good i remember when i played the first uh new wolfenstein I was like, "What the hell? They made like a like a story to this that's interesting. It's not just like, here, B.J. Blazkowicz fucking kill the Nazis. I mean, you do that, but there's actually like drama and character development, and mm-hmm. and there's actually like a saga that's going on in Wolfenstein Two that that just carries on. And you're like, wow, these characters are actually really interesting and really well thought out and stuff. Like, it's it's really awesome. Yeah. Nice thing to do that with Doom, although Doom guy is just John Wick, so <laughs> he just walks in fucking." <laughs> And fucking just killing shit. So. Giving next to his little baby self. Yeah. <laughs> I still couldn't get over their their accent the whole time though. <laughs> that really 
hard southern accent they had mm. the whole time. It's that chick in Devil May Cry who's like that too. Oh god, yeah. That's just kind of ridiculous. <laughs> I need to beat that game. I need to play that game. It's cool. It's cool. Oh. Double stretch. It must be, you know, time, time to move soon. Time to get the fuck out of here. Uh, anything you guys want to add to that? I mean, not really. I, it, the biggest thing is with, you know, them coming out with this. I do think, I'm pretty sure there's another Doom coming out. And then uh, Rage, uh, it's killing it right now. 100%. Let us know in the comments what you think about uh, Wolfenstein. Was it Young Blood? Mm-hmm. Young Bloods, the Terror Twins, Terror Billy. Uh, are you excited for? You're not excited for it. Um, what do you think about id games? Are you excited for the new uh, Doom? Um, what else do you want to play? Rage Two. Apparently, I think I think it was on GameSpot or IGN. They were like, they said something about they played Rage Two and now they're excited because they're like, oh, we played before, we're kind of like meh, but now we play and now we're really excited. And I'm like fuck changed so they're dumb anyway um <laughs> it it is killing it let me know everything you think about it in the comments below but that's gonna do for this episode of taste cast episode 93 as always thank you for watching make sure to like and subscribe enjoy this episode make sure to check out our other episodes check us out on tumblr twitter and facebook at tasty gaming check out my streams and chris's streams on twitch at tasty senpai all one word that's me and chris is tasty underscore fruit you can also watch my streams on YouTube because when I stream, I dual stream and it works out great. And I had a guy come into the stream last night. And he's like, wow, there's actually people on YouTube watching a stream. And I was like, do people not watch streams on YouTube? Am I just a weird guy that has people watch me on YouTube? But yeah, pick your poison. Watch me wherever the fuck you want. Um, I do want to try and maybe do like a triple stream on a different platform. But I don't know if people are using, um, what's the Microsoft one? Mixer. Mixer. Yeah. I don't know if people are actively using that i've talked to a couple people who use it though so it's kind of weird it's like their own little club uh we have discord link down below talk to us anytime all time we're on itunes spotify and other podcast platforms like i said before if you don't got those eyes you just really fucking hate looking at shit or you don't want to get have those eyes you want to get rid of those you want to get augments cyberpunk's coming you can listen to us um yeah my name's name seth i'm chevy <laughs> and i'm chris until next episode which will be taste tuesday have a good weekend guys and take it easy